Hi and welcome back to The Peaks Life and today in the keto kitchen talking about the shit foods, what's out of the keto diet and the really good foods that are in a really good simple version of that. So if you want to know where to start, if you want to know what you can have and what you can't have on the keto lifestyle, then join us to understand more about fats, protein and carbs, the ones you can have, the ones that you should get rid of. And pork ribs are in. Woo! This is The Peaks Audio Experience. Hi, welcome to The Peace Life. I'm Mike Warren, this is Lynn Fernie, and we give you regular bite-sized chunks of wellness wisdom to power you through your day. And today, Lynn, we're in The Peaks Kitchen, which is always exciting because it involves food, I think. Hopefully. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking food because we're talking about the food that's in and the food that's out specific to keto because we have a lot of people who are still a little bit confused about I'm transitioning to keto, what has to go and what has to come in. So we thought we'd just do a really simple run through of what foods are in and what foods are out just to make it really crystal clear. Yeah, and if you're really interested in this and you'd like us to go into more detail um, or cover a wider range of food, then pop the comments in and we'll do something for you. Mm. Okay, Lynn, so where are we going to start? with the foods today? Well, I think um, it's really helpful if we look at things in categories. Okay, let's do it. So, in What are the keto categories? What are the keto categories? <laughs> and you can look, you can divide foods up in lots of different mm. ways, but essentially we're, we're going to work on macros. Good. So for anybody who's struggling to know what's in and what's out in the different macro accounts, um, then we're going to break it down in that way. So we're going to start with fats. Fats make up 75-80% of your diet, so they're a really important category. And then we'll have a look at proteins, what sort of proteins are better for you on keto and, and the ones that you should really try and avoid. And then we'll take a look at carbs. So carbs are the smallest part of your diet um, in keto, but in your old life, they were probably the biggest part of your diet. So we're going to look at that, you know, what's out, what's in, what sort of replacements can you, can you do? And basically, how do you manage this keto food? It's a real simple formula. Keto, think FPC, fats, protein, carbs. Yep. And we'll go through those three categories. We'll tell you what we need to get rid of. You can go into your pantry and you can throw them out and what needs to be brought into your pantry for a nice, clean, strict keto diet. So let's start with the good ones. Let's start with the fats, which is about, what, 75-80% of our diet? 75-80%, mm. that's it. So what's out? What's the bad stuff? Because people out there are still a little bit confused about which, because when we say fats, a lot of people think they're all the same, mm. and they're obviously not. Mm. So run us through some very obvious ones that are out of the diet. So if you look at your diet today, if you're not eating keto or you're just starting, especially if you're in one of the bigger industrialized, westernized societies, you know, America, Australia, the European countries, Canada, you know, what you will find is that most of the fats and oils that we've been told to eat are what we call the industrial seed oils. So these are your canola oil, safflower, sunflower. They're originally plant, mm. but they no longer resemble plant because they've been refined. So when they take the plants, they go through what is essentially a chemical plant. They put your plants through a big chemical process. They refine them. They use um, chemicals and solvents to extract the, the fats out of these seeds because the seeds don't really want to let, you know, mm. they don't want to let up their oils. So it's actually quite hard to get oils from seeds. So it's a fairly complex, um, you know, process that they go through to get the, the fats out. And when they do get them out, essentially what we're getting is polyunsaturated fats, so omega-6s largely. And we've already got far too many of those in our diet. 
we actually want to redress the balance. We want more omega-3s and less omega-6. So you're getting a lot of omega-6, a lot of puffer or polyunsaturated fatty acids coming out of those industrial seed oils. And these are the ones that cause inflammation in the body. And we know that inflammation causes weight gain. It causes disease. So we want to get rid of those seed oils. So get rid of all of those canolas, the sunflowers, the safflowers. They may sound healthy, but they're really not. Mm. So those are the oils. And we could go on for a long time in this category, but there's another really bad fat that you want to get rid of. And that is margarine. So, you know, we've all grown up with margarine. We were told it's better for you than butter. Unfortunately, that's not true. Margarine is just a solid form of those industrial seed oils. It's a manufactured fat. So basically we're taking, you know, those seeds, we're putting them through that chemical process again, and we're ending up with a block of manufactured artificial fat. Now, who wants to have artificial fats? in their body. I don't. I'm sure you don't either. So get rid of the margarine. It's not good for you. doesn't matter what variety is, whether they say it's olive margarine or another seed oil, they're really not healthy. So remove the margarine. And then probably the last one that may well be in your diet are the, the non-dairy creamers. Mm, mm, you know, so quite a lot of countries, you know, use those, um, those non-dairy creamers to, to sweeten and flavour and um, you know, add volume to the coffee. So those ones are, are really quite bad because again, they're artificial fats. They're not dairy products. They're not coming from anything healthy. They're again derived from those industrialized seed oils. So they're all artificial fats. They're in all of our junk foods. <coughs> they're in all of our processed foods. Um, you know, so you really do want to try and avoid those where you can. And we lovingly call them shit fats. <laughs> so the shit fats, the seed oils, the margarines, the non-dairy creamers, they're out. So go to your cupboard, grab them, throw them out. If you're following the keto, keto lifestyle, they are not part of keto. There's a whole bunch of reasons why, but get rid of them now. And bring in the good stuff. Oh, Because we need fats. 75, 80% of our diet is mm. fat, so we've got to have a lot of really good fats in there to make the ketosis happen and make the ketones and the body fat, uh, body fat go and the ketones push us through our day. That's it. So when we're talking about good fats, mm. good keto fats, healthy fats, we're talking about the traditional oils and fats. So here we want to have the butter, the ghee, the tallow, the lard, so those animal fats. Again, we've been told that they're, they're unhealthy, they're not, they're wonderful. So those saturated animal fats, the fatty cuts of meat, where you're actually eating the meat fat. You know, so whether it's a nice pork chop that's got a lovely juicy piece of fat Yum. on it, whether it's some lovely juicy... Pork um, ribs. Pork ribs. You don't see too much fat on pork ribs, but yeah, never mind. Um, if it's, you know, something like a nice lamb cutlet that's got a, a beautiful piece of um, fat on it, whether it's something like brisket, um, mm. one of those really fatty cuts of meat, then eat the fat because that's good for you. And we do want to have six ounces or about 200 grams, roughly speaking, per day of fat. So you want to have some of that in the, the animal fats. Like I said, the butter and the ghee are beautiful mm -hmm. fats, very versatile. And then you want to add in things like um, nice olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, coconut cream, mm, coconut yum. milk. So any of those coconut products, really good for you. Check there's no additives, but they're all wonderful. Your MCT, so your medium chain triglycerides, that's, you know, they're, they're a really useful addition. And then we're looking at things like eggs. 
eggs are just a superfood. They're a complete meal in their own and they've got a nice chunk of healthy fat, especially in the yolk. So again, we, we know in the 80s, we were all told, eat the egg white omelette. No, we want to eat the yolk, the, the yellow, yellow stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Bring back the yellow stuff. And we want those beautiful cage-free, ideally organic mm. eggs that have been you know, taken from chickens that have basically been free to roam and they're out in the pastures eating the insects. They're not caged animals that you know, have, been, uh, have been fed grains. So, and the brighter the yolk, the better, as long as it's not been coloured. But those beautiful, bright yellow yolks are amazing. Mm. And also, you know, including things like duck eggs, um, mm. so different types of eggs. All eggs are wonderful. So eggs are amazing. Avocado, keto staple food. So avocados are a fabulous source of monounsaturated fat. Really healthy, great in your salads. Mm. And then we can add things in like nuts. So we don't want to go nuts about nuts because we'll end up with too many carbohydrates. Mm, absolutely. But some nuts have got beautiful, healthy fats, things like macadamia nuts, almonds. You know, we've got really good fats um, in those nuts. And so having them in moderation in the diet is perfect. Mm. And you've got, you've got to be creative to, to achieve 75-80% of your diet with healthy organic fats and the, the good fats that Lynn's talked about, you've really got to take some fats from each of those categories. If you just have one type of fat, you are limiting what your body's taking in. So there is a huge range of healthy fats in the keto diet. So line them all up and then select your foods or select your, uh, your meals from those, including those great fats. It is. And you know, just to emphasise the point there, Mike, mm. one of the reasons that we want to have those fats and oils from those different categories that I talked about, so the dairy fats, the animal fats, the plant fats, is because we've got a whole range of different fats that are good for our body. Mm. So whether it's monounsaturated, whether it's polyunsaturated, whether it's the omega-3s and 6s or the saturated fats, they all come from different sources in different proportions. You don't want to have to worry about, oh, I've got exactly the right amount. The main thing you need to know is include the wide range, don't only favour one source and get rid, as we said, of those industrial seed oils so you've got the right balance of the omega-3 and 6. And if you do want a bit more omega-3, then the best source of that is fish and fish oil. So those fatty fish, things like the deep water salmon, the wild salmon, the mackerel, the sardines, they're all beautiful fatty fish. So either eating those, eating their raw, mm. or buying a high quality fish oil and supplementing with that will give you the omega-3s as well. Excellent, so we've done fats. Mm. And fats make up the larger percentage of your keto eating. Let's move to proteins. What percentage of our good keto diet would come from proteins? So we're looking at maybe 15 or 20% cool. of, our, of our food being you know, the protein sources. And we're really, again, you know, looking at to get a range of protein mm. sources. Mm. But let's do the ones that are out first. Let's do the shit meat. Shit meat. Get rid of the shit fat. <laughs> Got the shit fat and the shit meat. So there's, there's a whole bunch of different um, meats or proteins that unfortunately a lot of people still believe are okay to eat mm. but because of the way they're prepared and produced they don't fall into the keto category do they? That's it and you mm. know we're not going to talk about lazy or dirty keto today. We're not. But a lot Shame of people, that's it, a lot of people who are doing lazy keto or dirty keto will still eat 
the what we would call the bad proteins mm. and you know you've got to make your own choice on this one essentially as you just said mike you know they are protein yes but they come with a whole host of bad things mm. so additives the bad fats are in there the trans fats are in there they're low quality and they're not going to be giving you the nutrients the vitamins the minerals that good quality proteins would. So really think about your proteins. I think this is a is, mm. is one category people go badly wrong. Mm. You know, they stick with those old style of cheap, quite often very cheap foods that fill them up, but they really are not mm. doing themselves any favors because they're really pro-inflammatory. So what's happening is when you eat those, because of all the additives in them, they're causing inflammation in your body and on keto, what we're trying to do is dampen down and reduce the inflammation. So they're working against you. And if mm. you're trying to lose weight, then these are really going to be detrimental to your weight loss journey. All right, so, so give, us, give us some examples of what we mm. call the shit meats or the proteins that really aren't in keto. What are, what are some that people would have heard of or maybe have in their diet now? Oh, here, I'll go one for one with you. My, one my, for one. My first one is sausages. <clears throat> sausages contain all sorts of nasties. I used to, used to work in a sausage factory and they used to shovel the, uh, the, the waste meat off the floor mm. and put it into the sausages. So I'm going a bit bit uh, to extremes, but really all the shit goes into the sausages. What about those lunch meats, like the uh, those the spams or the, the one the lunch meats in a can where it's just the shit meat yep. bound together with a whole bunch of chemicals and preservatives and additives and starches and stuff, yep. and then put in a can, you slice it up for the kids or you have it for yourself. So those type of those manufactured lunch meats, they're out. They are. I, look, I grew up on those and mm. I used to love them, but mm. the reality is they're not good. They're not good quality. So those are you know, definitely out. All, all of those processed mm. meats. And if you actually read the ingredients, even if you think you're buying a higher quality, anything that is packaged, you have a look at it and it will say it's been manufactured from, from meat. But mm. there'll be all sorts of nasties in there like dextrose, like additives, preservatives, fillers, Quite often breadcrumbs, so you're often getting, yeah. you know, um, hidden sources of carbohydrates and gluten. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely all of those, and that includes things like your hot dogs, you know. Hot dogs, the devil's food. <laughs> you know what it's like. You're going past the hot dog stall, you get the smell of the onions, and um, you can't help yourself. But they are really bad processed. You can't meats. even have the onions. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in that quantity. Not in that quantity. No. All right, next one. What, what have you got? I was thinking more like the, the salamis and the chorizos and mm. those a lot of those meats we have on the, the share plates. Because a lot of those meats, some of them are okay, mm -hmm. but the majority of those manufactured salamis and those sort of sliced meats mm. are full of binders and preservatives and other stuff as well. Yeah, they yeah. are. Sadly, you know, there's a lot of those meats which historically and traditionally mm. have been beautiful. They've mm. just been cured. So things like prosciutto, parma ham, ham off the bone. Mm. You should only expect to have perhaps some salt in there, uh, maybe a touch of honey on the outside if it's been marinated, but they should be clean. Unfortunately, what you find in the supermarket is that they are full, as you said, of additives. And those additives, again, they're going to mm. cause inflammation and they're going to work against you. So yeah. read the labels and think about whether you really need those sort of prepared meats. Mm. One of my faves is hamburgers. Because a lot of people, unfortunately, believe they can go to a fast food outlet and get a hamburger, hold the bun, and that's keto. So you're not, you haven't got the, the obvious carbohydrates of the bun, 
but you're still eating a hamburger and that meat that makes up the hamburger isn't really keto. Again, possibly got breadcrumbs in and preservatives and binders and fillers to make it as cheap as possible, to make it commercially available, but it isn't, doesn't fit into that really good meat category. And, you know, again, <coughs> what you've got to be careful of here is it's perhaps easy for us to say, you know, standing in the Peaks kitchen, yet make sure you've got all whole foods, these beautiful quality mm. foods. Don't find a cow. But you're on, a, you're on the run, you've got caught short, you haven't had any, any food, mm. you're really hungry, and what, what's your best option? And you may have no other option. So mm. there may be the odd occasion when you go to the drive-through and yeah, you get the hamburger and you hold the bun. It's probably better than some of the other alternatives, but be, be aware. Be aware. It's yeah. not the sort of thing you want to be having, as you said, every single day, mm. because it's, it's going against the principles of what we're trying to achieve, those beautiful whole foods that are full of nutrients. Mm-hmm. Another one there, because we're talking hamburgers, we have um, cheese is a, is, a, is a great food for keto, mm. but only certain types of cheeses, because a lot of the processed cheeses, those commercially available cheap cheeses, often have a lot of additives in that well, make them non-keto. They're not even cheese at all. They're not really cheese. They're made it's... out of chemical. They're just coloured yellow and look like cheese. <laughs> plastic <laughs> cheese. What we call plastic <laughs> cheese. That sounds terrible, plastic doesn't it? But, it, yeah. but yeah. it really is. You know you know the type. It's the ones that are in slices. They're usually <laughs> individually wrapped for convenience. Mm. Because here we're talking about convenience foods. So they're all individually wrapped. Um, and they are basically, as you said, full of additives or they only resemble cheese. They may be sniffed to cheese at some point, <laughs> but they, they're really not good quality cheese. You, you don't want any of those. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the last thing is to watch out for all of the alternatives to meat. So things that are, are labelled as perhaps vegetarian. So if you are out there and you're vegetarian or vegan, you may eat things like the tofus and nattos and those mm. and tempehs. And whilst those foods are perhaps okay in, in you know, their raw form, again, many of them have got additives. Now, I've got a personal view on anything that's coming from a soybean because soy is, you know, it is a legume and I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally have it. But if you are vegan, vegetarian, and that is your protein source, again, the same advice, pick the best quality that you can. Make sure it hasn't got lots of nasty additives and fillers in it. Mm. And the same with any of the processed or packaged meals that you get they're probably not going to have the high quality ingredients. So mm. just select carefully and have a look at the ingredient list. Mm. So we're talking proteins, we're talking about the ones that should go out. And essentially there's a bunch of meats or proteins there that should be removed. And there's some is just an awareness because you may have to consume them because it's just a convenience piece, but it's being aware that that burger, for instance, is not just meat. There's a whole bunch of things there that could throw you out of ketosis, could make you feel uncomfortable because it has a bunch of things in there that don't align to the keto lifestyle. Let's jump across to what's in. We're talking proteins. What's in? Beautiful. One of the best things about keto. We are talking about (laughs) only 15 to 20% of your food. So remember here, the proteins are an absolutely amazing category of food, but go easy. Mm. You can easily overconsume on your protein yep. and it will again stall your weight loss. It, you know, it will derail you if you're having too much. So if you're not in ketosis, you can't understand why. Do have a look at your protein and just check how much you're popping on your plate because it's so tasty, you may well be going over the top. Um, so yeah, look, here we're talking about the Pork grass. Ribs. Now you can have your pork ribs. (laughs) Pork ribs, pork ribs. Pork ribs. We are talking about your grass-fed organic meats, Mm. ideally. The reason we want grass-fed 
is because these animals are, were basically, they evolved to roam free and eat the grass and eat the pastures, eat the insects and that sort of thing. They weren't, they didn't evolve to eat grains in the same way that we didn't. There's a reason that cows have got four stomachs. They process the grasses. They're not designed to eat grains. So the grains will basically, you'll end up with the, the products of the grains in the fat. You don't want that. When we've got the beautiful grass-fed animals, not just grass-finished, but fully grass-fed, then they will have produced um, things like CLA, conjugated linoleic acid, vitamin K. All of these amazing nutrients will have gone into their fat. So when you're eating the, um, the meat and you're getting a nice fatty cut of meat especially, you're getting a full range of, of vitamins and minerals um, from the animal. So then we don't have to worry about are we getting all of our vitamins and minerals? We can get them purely from the meats that we eat. So you will get your full spectrum of vitamins and minerals from the meats if you're buying the grass-fed organic variety and you're eating nose to tail. So what that means is don't only favour the muscle meats, don't go for the lean cuts, don't go for the prime steaks, go for things like the gravy <laughs> beef, go for the brisket, Go for the, um, anything that you can put into a stew that has to be cooked long and slow. Go for the oxtail. Mm. Um, if you're brave, go for the heart, go for the liver, <laughs> go for the tongue, <coughs> go for the beef cheek. Go for the jugular. <laughs> no. Well, you could. You could go for something like a black pudding, which is obviously um, blood, but watch out for that because it's got barley in it. So um, there's a few additives. But yeah, we are looking at getting that nose to tail mm. eating going. So eat all the bits of the animal that we wouldn't previously have eaten. And also because a lot of people think keto is expensive. That's a, that's a common sort of thread of people saying, oh, I can't do keto because it's expensive. And there's people like us saying you must have grass-fed and organic. But we're not saying get the finest cut of grass-fed organic meat. Be sensible, use different cuts of meat. Look for those really great fatty cuts from different parts of the animal because it's not expensive to have a great mm. keto food, great keto meats. Um, but still satisfy your keto need, but still um, stay within your budget. That's it. Cool. So we're, we're actually only talking about a small <coughs> quantity of protein every day. As you said, if you go for a high quality meat, but not an expensive cut, yes. then you probably find you'll reduce your expenditure, you'll reduce your shopping bill every week. I okay. certainly find it's cheaper mm. on keto because I'm doing a lot of slow cooked meats and they last for days. Mm. And. Um, Something else, <laughs> missed that. Um, and also because a lot of your a lot of your diet is fat, so it's about eighty mm. percent. So you're only talking about a small amount of protein. So there's a lot mm. of savings to be made on keto as well. There are. Mm. So just in terms of what else can you have? So we talked about meat. So we're talking about all types of meats. Mm. So we're talking about you know, anything from cows to so the beef. We're talking about anything from the pigs. So you know there we're talking about the pork. Um, so there's your pork ribs, Mike. Pork ribs. <laughs> we're talking about the sheep and the lamb. Things like goats, um, bison, venison, any of the game meats are amazing. Emu, ostrich, kangaroo, um, kangaroo, uh, crocodile, crocodile is another amazing snake, meat. Parrot. Well, snake. <laughs> I'm not so fond right, of snake. Maybe not parrot. <laughs> um, but you know, again, all of those are wonderful. The more game meats that you can include, the better, mm. because they're probably closer to what our ancestors ate. Um, although they're not so readily available. Um, things like reindeer, you know, depending on what part of the world you're in, um, will govern what you can get access to. And then including some poultry, but just 
being a bit cautious of the poultry. So chicken, unfortunately, um, the way it's slaughtered is not, it is not particularly nice and we get a lot of bacteria and contaminants. So unless you're pretty sure that you've got organic, again, cage-free um, and you know, ethically, ethically slaughtered animals, be a touch cautious on your, on your chicken. Things like duck, amazing. Mm. And then the smaller, the smaller birds, like the quail and that sort of thing, are all great to include. Hmm. And bone broth. Bone broth. So bone broth. we cannot finish talking about the animals <laughs> without talking about their bones. I love the bones. So um, anybody who knows me will know that I love bone broth. I love the taste of it. I love making it and it has amazing benefits. It really helps the skin, helps the nails, helps the hair. And a lot of people when they transition onto keto so that they get dry skin or their hair starts to fall out, then include some bone broth because what it will do is it will really support the production of new skin, new nails. It will help the collagen and it really does amazing things for all the muscles, the tendons, the connective tissue, and it's wonderful and healing for your gut. So if you've got any kind of IBS or you've had gut problems from your previous diet, then include bone broth because it really will calm down that inflammation and over time it will heal your gut. So bone broth's amazing, as are gelatin and collagen, which you get those in your bone broth. But if you haven't got bone broth available, you can, you can make products, you can make meals with the, the gelatin and the collagen as well. Mm. And then not forgetting fish. Mm. Oh, fish. Because, you know, we talked a lot about animals and mm. people think about keto and, and they say, oh, I can't eat so much meat. And it's not all about eating meat. No. Um, you can also have lots of other things. So fish is wonderful. So if you're a pescatarian, great news. Fish is great for you. Again, choose sustainable choose the wild fish rather than the farmed fish because farmed fish are just fed hormones and growth promotants and antibiotics and grains and all the shit that nobody wants. So go for the wild fish, so the wild salmon and the wild mackerel, those sort of things. Go for the fatty fish to get that beautiful omega-3 profile and include lots of fish in the mm. diet. You know, the normal guidelines apply. If you're pregnant, watch out for mercury and things like swordfish and tuna. So, you know, be, be mindful of contaminants in your fish. But generally, fish is a, is a nice protein source. Of course, you must finish with cheese and nuts because they're a good protein source, again, in moderation. But they're, uh, if, you, if you are including nuts and cheese, look for the good nuts, look for the good cheese, and they're a great source of protein as well. They are. So be, be mindful that the amount of protein you get in three ounces of meat is much more than three ounces of cheese. Absolutely. So you get about 30%, so somewhere between 30 and 50% yep. in, in the cheese compared to what you get in the meat. So if it's your only protein source, then you, know, you may need to eat a bit more, which then could cause you an issue because you are consuming a lot of calories and quite a lot of fat in there as well. So be careful to account for the fats that are coming through in the in the cheeses and nuts. And again, choose the, the nuts that are mm. lower in carbohydrates, because some of them have got quite a bit of carbohydrates in there. But cheese and nuts, great to add to your meal, because they're going to give you fat and protein. Yes. And it means you don't always have to eat meat. Awesome, so we've done fats, what's out and what's in, and we've done protein, what's out and what's in. Last category is the devil's food carbs. 
but we still have a small amount of carbs on any keto diet because we still include a, a small percentage. What sort of percentage are we looking at? Yeah, so it's not necessary to include Absolutely. carbs. I mean, you can go carb-free. Mm. So there's nobody saying that you can't go carb-free and you will see a lot of people either doing carnivore or zero carbs mm. and that's absolutely fine there are lots of opinions around about whether you do or don't need any carbs at all certainly the body can manufacture any glucose that it needs so you, there's no biological reason to include carbs but you will find that some of them are actually quite tasty or you want to have some mm. vegetables or you just want variety in your meals yeah. so we are aiming for certainly less than an ounce um, probably less than 20 grams a day in general for most people um, the athletes and, and people like that can eat a bit more but let's say as a general rule of thumb say 20 to 30 grams or about an ounce of carbs cool all right so carbs because when you're transitioning one of the first things we do in a keto transition is remove the carbs there is a long long list let's run through the carbs and most of you would have heard of these carbs and there's this is not an exhaustive list there's a huge number of carbs let's go through the main ones that people need to grab hold of and throw out and uh, to, get, to get them out of the, uh, the pantry how long have you got well <laughs> I'm gonna go with breads pastas cereals that's the top three all right so get I, rid of them. I will say I will match you with bakery products, cookies, cakes, and sugary drinks. I will do chips, fries, chips or fries, depending on what part of the world you're listening in. I'll do juice and fruit. I'll go with fruit, so most, hey, oh, I you did, did fruit, fruit. Did all fruit. right. Get your own. Okay, I'll get my own. <laughs> I'll go with sugar, honey, and a lot of the sweeteners. I'll also go with low fat foods because a lot of food has been put onto the market and billed as low fat because we were given advice to reduce fat in our diet. Well, guess what they added instead? Sugar, mm. sugar and carbs. So all your low fat foods are loaded with sugar and carbs. So they really are devil's food and they're also loaded with artificial food. So get rid of those. They're a really bad category. Mm. Um, and then I would also get rid of your sweets, your lollies, all of because that's just again most loaded of your with carbs. Yeah, all your chocolate apart from maybe the anything eighty five percent and up is probably all right, but yes. eighty five percent and below. So all your milk chocolates, all of your mm, chocolate mm. bars, they they're just pure sugar. So mm. get rid of those. And all your sugary drinks, all those carbonated sweet yeah. sugaries, the Coca Colas, the flavored drinks, yeah. the Red Bulls, all those energy type drinks, all full of carbs. Get rid of them. Of course, none of those food companies want you to get rid of them because you're going to erode their profits. But if we want to be healthy and we want to get rid of some of the issues that are really endemic in our society, like type 2 diabetes, mm. it's time to get rid of those. Mm. And then I'm going to end with, I'm, my last one's going to be ice cream. So, so many people love their ice cream, you know, ice cream, popcorn, those sort of things when it's movie night very easy to eat a litre of ice cream because it's it's got that yummy delicious creamy flavour but again it's loaded with sugar and it's going to derail you. So I'm going to finish with the carby starchy root vegetables mm. because there's a lot of vegetables and people unfortunately think the vegetables are healthy so therefore they're in. Below ground vegetables predominantly are full of carbs and full of starch and therefore they're out of the diet. They are, they are. So unfortunately, you know, even a small quantity of potatoes or carrots or any of those below ground vegetables will take you way over your carb mm. allowance. Even your sweet potatoes, even if the, um, you know, the, the, they've been billed as the healthier vegetables, um, 
they're really not going to work in the keto diet. Mm. So essentially there's a huge list of carbohydrates that you may be currently eating. Essentially you do need to go through and check do they have carbohydrates and sugars, additives, fillers, preservatives, get rid of them. And then what, that's, the, that's the what's out. Mm. The what's in, a small percentage of the keto lifestyle will have carbohydrates and they predominantly come from the, the vegetables that are allowed in the keto lifestyle. So mm. we're talking about the, uh, the green leafy vegetables, the above ground vegetables. We what are. Else? So the green leafy vegetables, if you enjoy your veggies, we're talking mm. about the things like kale, broccoli, cauliflower. Kale chips. Um, kale chips, make yourself some kale chips if you want something crunchy. Um, they're all really good. Again, just watch the quantities, see yeah. spinaches and all those sort of things. Try to choose in season, try to choose local, organic, biodynamic, so not kilometres away or miles away, because they're going to have lost any nutrients they ever had if they had any in the first place. So if you're going to go with veggies, go for the nice local, freshly grown, grow some of your own, and just add a, a moderate amount. Then you can look at things like avocado. So we've already mentioned avocado. Fats. It's in the fats category, but it comes in here because it's got a bit of carbohydrate in it. Most of the carbs in avocado is fiber. So it's, you know, it's not going to really hit your net mm. carb allowance because when we talk about 20 to 30 grams or an ounce, we are talking about net carbs. So avocado is a good one. And then you can also include things like coconut. So we talk here about the coconut flesh, mm. whether it's the dried variety or some of the coconut creams. Just go easy on it though, because again, it's got a bit of carbohydrate in there. And then we can, um, we can also berries. include berries. So if we're looking Small at not looking at big quantities here, <coughs> no. not looking at Half big quantities berry. of strawberries, because again, they're very easy to eat a good you know, a good big bunch of strawberries, but we're talking about um, the smaller berries, maybe the blueberries, the blackberries, um, you know, any of the quite tart berries. A very small amount of strawberries would be okay. So I would go easy on berries. Again, you want the organic, not the ones that have been covered in pesticides and, um, you know, sprayed um, when they've been grown. So you want the, the ones that have been grown locally, they're in season. So they're, they're more of a, a treat. Have them occasionally, don't have them every single day. And then the last one to finish off with on the carbohydrates is nuts. Mm. So nuts are a good source of protein, they are a good source of, of fats. They're not going to be high in protein and they're quite high in fats, but watch out for them because they do actually have quite a lot of carbohydrates depending on which type of nut you choose. So if you're going for your macadamia nuts, they're good. They don't have a lot of carbs in them. But on the other end of the spectrum, if you're going more for your cashew nuts and those sort of nuts, then they are going to creep up there in terms of the carb count and you could just knock yourself over mm. if you're not careful. So nuts are amazing. Lots of, of, of wonderful nutrients in nuts, but go easy, eat them in moderation. Excellent. So a great simple guide to what's in, what's out. And if you really want to get the benefits of keto, it's really important to have a base level knowledge of what type of foods are in the keto diet and what type of foods are out. Even if you have to eat some ones that aren't recommended, you're going into it knowing it's not purely keto, but I know what's in it, so I'm taking that into account. So it's understanding your fats, your proteins and your carbohydrates. What do you want to get rid of? What's included? And you'll then get the uh, success that you deserve because this is a long game and it takes a little bit of time to get comfortable with uh, understanding the right foods. It does, and in one of our future episodes, we'll go more into things like sauces, dressings, dips, 
and all the extra bits and pieces because keto is not only meat, fat, cheese. Um, there are lots of delicious recipes that you can make and we'll take you through some of those amazing recipes and some of the side dishes that you can that you can have as well. So thanks for joining us in the Keto Kitchen on The Peaks Life and we look forward to seeing you again next time. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on The Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs) 